This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by HelloFresh. I love HelloFresh. I love cooking, but I don't love preparing or shopping. And HelloFresh takes care of those two things. And they got great recipes. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash OP14 and use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. everybody first cup of coffee cheers cheers to everybody here they all come brandon hollinger let me get some of the the big names on the screen for you david strauss and bob christie and jed chad peterson and tim mcconnell you got the david turner what's up david turner darren albertson up there in chicago a little truck driver action uh vinnie castiglione just a good morning i'm already at work and we're swamped have a good one i'm back on the support page bitches Oh, you're on the uh, the private Facebook group, are you? I appreciate that, man. I, I want to welcome everybody that's on the uh, the private Facebook group to my little live stream. We have a good time in there, don't we? You have Barbara Streisand here. It's just a fucking mess. This is bed hair at, at its best, man. Uh, another couple inches off the hair last night? No, but it's starting to grow back again. It's... Uh, it's 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 a fucking disaster, but it is really really sunny out here today already. It's crazy. The sun comes up at like five fifteen in the morning, and I didn't have the shades down, so I'm thinking, oh my god, it's like eight nine o'clock in the morning, and sure enough, it's uh, it's only five fifteen. Oh god, this hair is just nonsense. Uh, over the years. Uh... <laughs> That soccer, that soccer practice here. I'm a Karen. I want to speak to a goddamn manager. I think it's because my my daughter cut it into a bob. That's like a bob cut, right? Uh, look, this is how I wake up. What am I gonna do? I could I could take an hour and get all pretty for everybody, but fuck that. Uh, I don't think you know the definition of funny, Ren Zeller. Bravo, buddy. You got up nice and early in the morning to throw the hate at the kid. Good for you, Ren. Let's all give Ren Zeller a round of applause. He had to get up extra early to get that hate out. Oh, God. Show your hairline. What's... Are you obsessing about my hairline now? Why, why is that the latest thing that I'm, uh, that I'm losing my hair or something? Show your why, why do you give a fuck how much hair I have? I've always had way too much fucking hair, to be honest with you. I need, I need to lose a little bit of it. Show your hair. Is that the latest thing that's going around? I think Opie's bald. Who gives a fuck if I was bald as a cue ball? What does it matter to you? Are you in my life? God, Pat Duffy's giving you a round of applause. Oh, 
I'm a hater. I'm a hater. That's what I do in my life. Because I failed at everything. I want to be doing what he's doing. God damn it. And I couldn't do it. I didn't have the balls to do it. So now I'm going to spend my time just hating on people that are brave enough to try. Go away, loser. I have plenty of hair. Oh, my God, these people. A lot of obsessed people out there. You think, Brian Bernard? Over the dumbest things, too. Because let's say, let's say I have terrible hair. Let's say it's balding horribly. Why would it matter to that guy? Like, I don't even get it. Why would it matter to you? You're not in my life. I don't, I don't think my wife would leave me, leave me if I had horrible fuck. Well, obviously she's not leaving me. Look at this hair. It's horrible right now. I'm not losing my mind, you silly goose. It's just stupid that someone gets up at like 7.30 in the morning and just waits for me to go live. What am I going to hit him with now? I think he might be thinning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him to show his hair. Like, who cares? You're not in my life. Why would it matter to you? Oh, God. Did you ever watch Dinosaur Forest? No, I have not. I, uh, I watched Cruella with the kids on the Disney Plus. And I gotta tell you, man, that soundtrack uh, was absolutely amazing. And then I went on, um, and then I went on YouTube and uh, I've been playing the Cruella soundtrack over and over again. You know what band is uh, completely underrated? And I mentioned this because I think it's the first song, Cruella. That would be Super Tramp. They used the song Bloody Well Right in Cruella. And you forget how damn good they were. And uh, I, I don't know much about the band. I played them a million times when I was a, when I was a music jock. They have a ton of great songs. But I don't know if they ever got their due, how great they actually uh, were and are. Because now, bloody well right, all these young kids are thinking, uh, wow, that's a cool new song. Who does that? Is that Billie Eilish? Oh, my God, this hair. Is that Billie Eilish? No, it's uh, Super Tramp, and I think the song is, uh, oh, boy, I would say at least 40 years old. Uh, movie and soundtrack were both good. Hate to admit it. Yeah, but they, I, I mean, someone's got to help me out here. So the uh, 101 Dalmatians, the original. Uh, Cruella, did she make shit out of uh, dog coats or not? Because now in this new PC cancel culture, everyone gets offended, bullshit world we live in, they took that whole angle out of the, out of the movie. And uh, there, there were no coats being made out of uh, the 101 Dalmatians. Now in the original, that's what it was, right? I think in the original, that's exactly what it was. But now it's like, oh, you can't do that. You already subscribed to Disney Plus. I ain't paying extra to watch that shit, Marcos. I, I agree with you. But I got the kids. They wanted to see it. And then I'm thinking, well, if this if this movie was in the movie theaters, we'd all go. So I paid the, uh, the $30. You're not wrong. I mean, look at our stupid cable bills. It's, it's outrageous how much we pay on the cable bills. And then you're still paying for fucking movies. Because they don't have any of the good shit. If you want the good shit, you got to pay extra. Same with the Disney Plus. You get a little uh, subscription, and then they, they want you to pay for the new releases. Or you can wait till August. Are you kidding me? 
Who the fuck can wait till August if they got two kids and these two kids are on their iPads? They see all the all the commercials and whatnot for Cruella. Of course, they're going to be pulling on your shirt saying, could we, uh, you know, rent that movie? You have no choice because they don't understand. <laughs> Look at this. Why do you care? Why do people care? Seriously, man, get a haircut. You look like homeless he-man. Why are you bothered? Do you want to make out? Remember making out? Oh, my goodness. Ah, I keep reaching for my coffee. Why, why do I need to get a haircut? For you? It is really creepy how many guys care about what I look like. Uh, Opie, stop caring that they care. We want to hear stories. You're 100% right, but I find it really, really strange. I, I know, I'm not stupid. I know I'm a, a good-looking guy. And I'm still a good-looking guy at my age. Maybe that's what bothers these guys. <laughs> brother man, brother man, don't let the trolls bash your hairstyle. I don't care if you make fun of it like Pat Duffy did. Call, what did you call me, Pat? A divorced uh, mom at soccer practice? See, I'll take that. That was funny. Views are low. Oh, quick, talk about ONA. Uh, we're just under 200 people. I I'm good with that. <laughs> These people. Uh, you, know, you know I'm the O from ONA, right? So naturally, I'm going to talk about ONA. You get that, right? I'm the O part of ONA, you stupid F. So, of course, I'm going to talk about ONA when it, when it makes sense, whether I'm going to defend myself or tell an old ONA story. The O from ONA wants to do that. Is that okay with you? You've never been? God, you've never been bothering me. That's insane. I uh, just woke up. Oh, hey, I'm woke. You woke? Glenn, you woke? What does that woke term mean anyway? Why, why is being woke a negative thing nowadays? Why? Why? Because you don't think like me. You're woke. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if, you're, if you think like me or not. Who cares? For whatever reason, we need everybody around us to think exactly like we do. And that is impossible and will never happen. And we waste so much time trying to convince the other side. I don't even know if we're trying to convince the other side at this point. I think we're just babbling and we don't even give a fuck if the other side even listens uh, to what we're saying. It says a lot, uh, someone who may, uh, wakes up this early to fuck around. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no surprise. That's the world we live in. There's a lot of hateful people out there. A lot of, a lot of people that had all sorts of trauma in their life and they're not happy, and so when you're not happy, what do you do? You, you, you take it out on somebody else. That's uh, social media in a nutshell. I, I, there's not many people out there that are actually happy doing what they want in their lives and then turning on a social media and then trashing uh, somebody. That, that, those two do not go together. You're miserable, you have hate in your heart, something went wrong in your life and so you have to take it out on others it, it, it's it's psychology 101 that's all it is bill martin a lot of asses i like how you keep going sunrise and sunset my brother is a radio guy that must be jealous of you i think you might know him love you yeah probably i can't imagine a complete stranger just obsessively hating on me 
if you don't like me, you take your shots and then you kind of move on. That's just how it goes. But I, I have found over the years that the really, really obsessive ones that make uh, troll accounts over and over again is obviously someone I had some kind of interaction with. And they might even be justified. Maybe I was a complete asshole to the guy. And then they, they decide they're going to spend the rest of their lives making my life miserable. I don't know. It's been my understanding that uh, the ones that hate the most, oh, yeah, there would be no surprises if I found out who they, who they actually were. Uh, Chuck Lynn, I was going to watch Cruella, but this is more entertaining. Oh, F haters, $30. You're going you're gonna to drive them nuts, Chuck. Thank you. Uh, Benjamin Tucker, here for the popcorn on me. Thank you, Benjamin Tucker. Honestly, i got to fix a stupid stove. Does anybody know anything about, uh, what are they called, thermo, thermo, a, a thermo couple? Look, my funds are different these days, so there's been a lot of shit that is broken in this, in this house. The old days, I would just call someone, they would come in. Probably was an easy fix, and they, they make believe they're working their asses off for a half hour. I think they have to be in your house at least a half hour, even if it's something simple, like a plug unplugged or a wire that's just off a little bit. And I think these repairmen, they know there's dummies like me that just want the damn thing fixed. So they come in your house. Let's say it's the refrigerator. And they go, oh, God, his stupid chute is blocked. That's why he's not getting air into the refrigerator. And that's why the freezer is still really cold. And then they take a little chisel out and they chisel out the chute to get the, uh, the airflow going again. And then they sit around downstairs out of view. And they sit around for a half hour. Maybe they're... Uh, checking their messages on their phone, and then they come upstairs like, "Hey, we had to, uh, we had to change the filters, and your compressor was blah 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 blah." I'll write it up, and then you're like, "Oh my God, is it going to be a lot of money?" And they're like, "No, it shouldn't be more than two, three hundred dollars." All right, have a good day. And then they're in their truck, knowing that all they did was take a chisel and go ch -ch -ch -ch, and clear uh, clear the chute of some dumb ice that that uh, froze over. So uh, I was that guy. I was always calling the repairman, and they would come in this house, and they'd be like, oh, my God, we uh, that wasn't easy what we just did, but uh, we got to work it again. And you're just happy that your air conditioner is working again. So you're like, oh, thank you very much. And then, uh, you know, they write you up for a few hundred dollars, and then it turns out maybe it was just a fuse or something, something really simple and easy. I've, I started going to YouTube. I started doing the how-to videos. And... Uh, the reason why I know uh, that thing about the refrigerator was because that exact thing happened to me. And I'm like, I ain't calling repairmen anymore. So I, I, uh, I did the how-to on the YouTube. And it says if you've got, uh, you know, really cold air and your freezer still and your refrigerator's warm, it could be a block chute with some ice. And I looked up my model on YouTube. It was the exact model. It showed me how to take some parts away to get to the chute. Sure enough, this son of a bitch was frozen defrosted the freezer, the ice melted, and guess what? My refrigerator, back to being brand spanking new. So I did that, and then the air conditioning in my house wasn't blowing quite right, so I went outside and I pulled that thing. I mean, there's, there's real workmen out there, real blue-collar guys that are laughing at me, but I pulled that thing, pulled it out, waited 10 or 15 seconds, pushed it back in, I think it was some kind of fuse, Went inside, and my wife's like, oh, my God, we got uh, cold air again. I looked like a genius. I looked that up on YouTube. And then, um, and then the stupid stove went out last night.
So I took apart the whole stove uh, thanks to this YouTube uh, video. And it looks like it's the thermocouple, I think it's called. And I'm like, oh, that's a big fix, man. You have to really take apart your entire oven to put in a new thermocouple. I hope I'm, I'm saying that right. So uh, dead end for the kid. And I'm, I'm going to have to definitely get someone in this house to fix my stove, unfortunately. But the other shit, man, a lot of it's right on YouTube. Great job, Oak. Can you come fix my fridge now? Well, I'm convinced of that because, you know, these guys have knowledge. And if they're not honest, I would say most of them are honest. I'm just thinking, like, some of these easy fixes. Why not? you got to feed your family, too. <laughs> Very nice. Are there haircut instructional videos on YouTube? Okay, last one. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I still see uh, Michu Kaku around. Yes, I do see him around still. In New York, he lives uh, very, very close to me. Very, very close to me. And he does not want small talk ever, 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 ever. Because he's trying to figure out string theories and black holes. And you want to have a nice little conversation about the weather. Hey, Michu Kaku, looks like there's going to be some thunderstorms later this afternoon. And, and he's like, ah, ah, because in his head, he was so close to figuring out the universe. And then you interrupted him with your dumb weather garbage. And he gets frazzled. I know this from experience, by the way, because he has run away from me in the street. Because I bet you it's because in his head, he's, he's computing something. And then I, I took him out of that. So he will start walking really fast uh, away from me. And we never had an issue. He did our show a bunch of times, and uh, he had a good time. But, man, he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to talk on the streets of New York. That is for sure. Michael Frank. Uh, hey, Hope, do you think Stern will ever go back to the studio? What? What? He's still, uh, he's still doing a show from home? Well, you know, we all know he's... Uh, He's a bit on the paranoid side, so look, I'm not a fan of his. I think he's a, 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 a jerk. Oh, there's a, there's a great word to use. I think he's a jerk. But you know what? If the company's going to pay him $80 million plus dollars a year and he can do it from home and no one's telling him to get back into the city, then why not? Uh, Howard's never going back. He's giving up, and his stupid-ass wife, Beth, is as bad as him. Oh, wow. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm glad you read that. The more I learn about Beth and those overfed cats, the more I hate her, too. Why? I don't know anything about her, but uh, I don't like Howard. I mean, I you know, Beth has never done anything to me. I don't know shit about Beth, his wife. I've seen her, um, I've seen her in the neighborhood a bunch. And uh, she smiled and thought my, my son was cute back in the day. I don't think she knew uh, that it was me. We had a little conversation in the little card store on Columbus Avenue. I was in there with my son picking out some kind of card. She was in there. And she uh, complimented, uh, complimented my kid. I was like, oh, well, thank you very much. And I knew who she, who she was. She didn't, I don't think she knew who I was. But I don't have any issues with her. She's never done anything to me. Howard has done plenty to me. And I, I hear she tries to save, like, like dogs and cats. What's wrong with that? Now that I'm a dog owner, I got a, I got a soft spot in my heart for that. Yeah, I mean, if she's saving animals, I, 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 uh, I have no issue with that. I'm sorry. I know you want me to, like, get in there.
and fight, but uh, she never did anything to me. All right, let's talk about HelloFresh. First of all, they got an insane deal going on right now. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's insane. And you're asking yourself, what is HelloFresh? Are you really? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. I love HelloFresh. I get a box in the mail every, like, five or six weeks, I think. You see, I love, love, love cooking, but I don't love prepping. I don't love getting the ingredients at the grocery store. HelloFresh makes it so easy for you, which makes you enjoy cooking, and you get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers 50 menu items. Oh, they got salads and sandwiches and soups. They got something for everyone. Oh, and their stuff is high quality, too. Fresh ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. And get better value. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. That is the truth. But don't take my word for it. You should, though, man. I'm up to five, at least five or six boxes. At least. I love, love HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14 and use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. You flew Midway a couple times. I flew Midway a couple of times. Uh, passengers had to come forward and fly the planes, but man, it was cheap airfare. Their tagline was, blank out of three ain't bad. I used to fly People's. People's Airline, you didn't need a ticket. You just got on the plane like it was a bus. I know this sounds insane, but it was way before 9-11. And I would fly from Long Island, um, MacArthur Airport, I guess it would have been, uh, to Buffalo or Rochester when I was going to school up there. And you paid on the plane. They would they would have a cart going down the aisle, and they would take your credit cards, and you would pay on the plane as they were flying. You had no ticket ahead of time. You just lined up, and if there were enough seats, you went. Can you imagine? I was thinking of another um, plane story. So me and Anthony got fired in Boston for the mayor's prank, and they wanted us to um, – they needed us to fly down to Atlanta for a big meeting with Clear Channel. They were trying to get us to do mornings in Atlanta. And uh, we had Atlanta and New York nipping at our heels. We chose New York. Stupid us. Even though my agent's like, you know, uh, I think I think the better move is for you guys to move to Atlanta. Because I guess he was in tight with the Clear Channel guys. And if he could deliver us, that would be huge for his, uh, his career as an agent. But me and Anthony looked at each other like, what are you talking about? We can we can move home to the New York area and do radio. Of course, we're picking New York City over Atlanta. But um, at the time, we were still taking it seriously, and I I think the flight was out of Boston, and we had to fly to Atlanta. And we were on some really weird airline. It was a new airline that they didn't even have a um, a basic spot. You know when you go to the airport and then you got these weird airlines way at the end of the row. It looks like it was like a like a 
some kind of utility closet that they opened up and, and this is where they put the new airline. It was one of those situations. And then I'm like, what the fuck is this? And we're checking in for the flight. I remember I was talking to some people and they said, you know, you know what airline this is? I'm like, no, it's brand new. They're like, no, it's not. It's the blank airline and they just painted over the planes. I'm, I'm saying the blank airline because I forgot the story, but basically there was a, a high profile crash where one of these planes went down into a swamp. Um, help me out, man. We got the Google. It was like, uh, oh my God, it was late 90s, I guess, maybe mid 90s. There was a dramatic crash that went into the swamp. So this airline, you know, they figured out their crap, but they couldn't, um, they couldn't be that airline anymore because no one would fly on it if they, they saw the name of the airline because that plane crash was all over, the, all over the papers and on TV. So they changed the name of the airline and they just painted over the planes. I got wind of that before I was flying from, I think it was Boston to Atlanta. And I called up my agent. I'm like, dude, I'm not getting on this plane. There's no fucking way. And I, I, I pulled the diva card, but, but I was just something about it. I, a, a lot of anxiety kicked in and I couldn't get it out of my head that they just painted over these planes. I'm sure they did more than that. They fixed whatever issue that caused the, the plane to go down the swamp. But long story short, I, I told my agent, there's no fucking way. And, uh, I, I flew on another airline. I just refused. And they, I'm sure they were like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? They quickly uh, figured it out on their end and got me another flight out of Boston on a, a, on a different airline. But Value Jet, flight five. Oh, my God. Yes, it was Value Jet. God, you guys rule. You even know the flight number? I don't know if that's true, but he's saying flight uh, 592. And they just um, they just painted over the planes, and it was like business as usual with a new name. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not good enough for me. And I made them get me another ticket on another airline. Yes, Value Jet, flying an airline with the word value just seems uh, counterintuitive. Hard nope from Sarah up there in Buffalo. You don't want it to sound too cheap, especially if you're flying. <laughs> especially if you're flying. And you don't want you don't want value in front of uh, let's say sushi value sushi no good pay the extra few dollars to know that that stuff is fresh planes and helicopters are my jam I know that Benjamin Tucker now that we're opening up are you gonna take me on a helicopter ride we'll do a little podcasting from a helicopter I'd like that I do the scenic helicopter rides that's it I did one around Manhattan for my birthday that was awesome my wife set that up. Which is great about that is the fact that she hates being in the air. She did it for me. And it was like a glass bottom helicopter so you could see all the tall buildings below you. And I'm out of my mind like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I look at her and she looks like she's going to puke and she's scared. And I'm like, God damn, this one loves me. She's doing this for me. And then I did uh, the old helicopter at the Grand Canyon with my brother. That is one of the greatest things I ever did in my life. You jump on a helicopter and it flies. It's only, uh, let's say, I don't know, 100 yards, 100 feet off the ground. And then it gets to the rim. And next thing you know, it, the whole thing drops down. I remember being in the middle of the, the gorge in a helicopter, high above, looking down, going, this doesn't even, your brain, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Compute it? I don't know. It just didn't look real. It was so fucking beautiful and so cool. 
but it didn't look real. I felt like I wasn't really in a helicopter. I felt like I was just, uh, I don't know, in some kind of display, just looking down at like, uh, you know, a miniature shit that they built in a museum or something. It was absolutely amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. Comprehend? Yeah, let's go and comprehend. Thanks for calling me out on that, Foxy Lee. I can always count on you. No, that's, that is the word, Foxy Lee Jones. She's one of the good ones. Process would have been good. All right, we got enough now. I told you, man. I got to touch. Sometimes the words don't make sense for the kid. I got a little touch. Hello from the Netherlands. Look at that. Gregory. All right, Gregory's all right. Duh. How, how do you do that with your names? All of a sudden, you just got a couple letters. It's not even really. Is it a middle name? What is that? Is it part of your last name? But if it was part of your last name, wouldn't it be capitalized? It's just Gregory Duz Graf. What's the D part? I need to know. Why can't you just be Greg Graf? That's an American name, Greg Graf. But instead, because you're in the Netherlands, Gregory de Graf. <laughs> oh, look at this. Sarah knows a thing or two. D is it D D E? D-E, right? D means of. So his family was probably from a town called Graf or a version of that word. Oh, nice. Joe Rizzo, lay off James Harden. Hope he was on my 600-pound life just before he got traded and got into shape. <laughs> I like this Joe Rizzo. When are you going to get a nose job? Why do I need a nose job? What's wrong with my nose now? You gonna make me paranoid about my nose? People have said I have a cute nose over the years. What the hell's wrong with my nose? <laughs> uh, who's this? Kelsey Collins. Obi, can you say good luck to my boyfriend Jesse? Uh, P.S. He is having bottom surgery today. What's bottom surgery? Sounds painful. What the bottom surgery that guy's having? I I, I don't even know what kind of bottom surgery like. Like, does he take big ones up the pooper and they gotta, they gotta add a stitch or something? Like, what's his bottom surgery? <laughs> what's your opinion on white claws? I hate them until someone offers me one, and I'm like, this is delicious, especially when you're fishing, and, and they're dangerous as all hell. The black cherry uh, white claw. Oh my god. But then when I'm done drinking them, I, I hate them until the next time someone offers me one. Brendan Yates, did Ronnie B get the million dollar offer for the show? Yes. Uh, let's say hi to let's say hi to my friend, my friend Pat Duffy. How are you? Good evening. I'm just gonna join you here and crack open a bush light. It's made from river water, so I'm gonna enjoy that for a moment. My only uh, friend from the Opie and Anthony years, uh, Pat wow. Duffy. So cheers. According to the people cheers. out there, I have no friends and they all hate me except for Pat Duffy. You're the only one. So cheers. Here I am. Here I am. Cheers. Um, why Bush Light out of every beer you could drink? <laughs> See, I used to never. I used to not really drink a lot. And right. I, I grew up with my, my dad who used to drink Budweiser. And I remember tasting it when I was a kid. And I was like, this is okay. But it wasn't my thing. But then I, I smoked a lot of weed for a long time, and right. that was like all I really did. And now with my job that I work now, I can't smoke weed, so I like tried a bunch of different beers and like d different liquors. And then I just settled on the Bush Light because it's 
easy to drink and it tastes pretty good and it's it's cheap first of all because i'm cheap and i also just like how much it annoys people <laughs> because because I, i'll tell you i went on this bachelor party trip a couple weeks ago with my buddy who got married and his yeah. brother his brother is a huge beer stop like a huge and he, he, the whole time he's like you got to try this watermelon orange rind crisp ipa and i would like take a sip i'd be like it's no bush light you know, <laughs> it's no bush light and like even if he, he had me taste a couple that i actually really enjoyed but i was just like no yeah. i prefer i prefer bush light in a can you know I, and i like and like we went to this like super fancy restaurant and i just i was an asshole and was just like you don't happen to have bush light in a can do you like to the waitress, and he, he, I was just—I was really annoying him, so I enjoyed it. So, long story short, I just like it, and it annoys people. Do you like IPAs? No, you're too, God, old, no. You're, you're too old to like IPAs, right? Yeah, no, I, I can't get into the IPA. They're, they're, I, I don't want to drink a Christmas tree. They, they're disgusting. <laughs> I, I'm just not into it. Like I, I can't. I'm not into that. I think I think when you get a little older, not that you're old, uh, right. IPAs well, are are truly for the young because the alcohol content in that in them are insane, man. It's, yeah, it's too much, and it, you know, like when I want to drink a couple of Bush Lights and have a couple shots of Fireball, then I'm good to go for the night. But right. if I if I have four or five IPAs, which to be honest with you, the thought of four or five IPAs kind of makes me gag a little bit. But then you're yeah. like, you have like a hangover the next day. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I don't want to deal with that. So no, no. I'm, and besides, I don't want to pay like seventeen dollars for a four pack. Like I'm right. just not into that. So give us, uh, give us one story from your time with the Opie and Anthony show. Maybe even one you've never told on the podcast. Although I don't know, we went through your whole history. Yeah, we did a lot. Um, what do you got? Anything you want to? I don't give a fuck what it is. If anybody on here knows me, and they know that I like a lot of different conspiracy theories. Right. And I recently, like, I fall into these rabbit holes where I just, like, I'll, I'll remember a subject and I'll get into it and I'll just want to learn everything I know about it, even though I know everything already about it. So I fell recently back down into the JFK assassination conspiracy. I believe, uh, I believe uh, the headshot came from the grassy knoll. I believe that to this day. Through YouTube, I ended up on your interview with Clint Hill. Oh, the, nice. Yeah, the guy that was on the back of the car. Right. And I was like, I was like, holy shit! I, I remember when this happened, but I'll listen to it again. And that's an amazing interview. Like that's an incredibly good interview. And right. then, and then, like I listened to that, and that was really good. And then, like I like looked up Clint Hill, and half of the quotes on his Wikipedia page are quotes directly from your show. Nice. Yeah, I just thought that was cool. But I think Clint Hill was a failure at his job, though. Oh, we definitely <laughs> had a rough day. That was a rough day. Well. Yeah, but you can't have if you're a Secret Service, you can't have a rough day. Well, so here's the thing: I don't here's give a fuck about all the other near misses and all the other uh, presidents or people's lives he saved. You fuck up once, that means you're a failure in life. I in agree. That job. I, I want to tell him that too, but he was an old guy at the time. Nah, it felt no. bad. Well, what people, what he neglected to tell you in that interview is that, and it's a proven fact; it's on record that. Uh, nine out of the ten guys, say there were ten guys on the exact number, but nine out of the ten went out drinking the night before, and right. they got so hammered that they yeah. literally never even went to bed. So all of those guys were, like, cripplingly hungover. So they, they, all of their response time was so fucked up, and they, like, and obviously they dropped the ball. There wasn't anything they could do. There was a book that came out recently, and I, it piqued my interest, but I, I, I still haven't checked it out, but it's uh, about the Secret Service, and 
how over the years they've been a bunch of fuck ups. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Getting and getting drunk and oh, all yeah. sorts even, of stuff. Even during the uh, Obama administration, a bunch of guys got in trouble because they were getting hookers to their room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the big one recently. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is awesome. Fuck that. That's, that's amazing. Well, I, yeah. It's amazing unless you're the the guy they're supposed to be protecting. Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, you can tell that to, you know, JFK's head split open in Dealey Plaza, so. What do you think happened that day? <laughs> well, you got, you're going to laugh at me, but this is what I think happened. In the 1980s, this doctor, I forget the name off the top of my head, but he, re he was a ballistics expert out of Baltimore, and he reexamined the wounds with the published autopsy photos of President Kennedy. And uh, Lee Harvey Oswald absolutely 100% fired shots from the uh, book depository building. But the gun that he fired fired full metal jacket bullets, which are Geneva Convention invented bullet, but they're meant to pass through a soldier. They're not, right. meant, to ex they're not meant to explode. They pass through, they get you off the battlefield, they're meant to maim, not kill. So... He fired two shots. He missed with the first one, hit with the second one. That was the one that hit him in the upper right part of the back. And that's when you see in the Zapruder film, his hands go like this. Yeah. And so during that time, like I said, super hungover uh, Secret Service agents are now responding to this sound of gunfire. There is one guy. Oh, I forget his name is Higgy. His last name is Higgy. He's yes. a brand new guy. He's a brand new guy. He's the last guy. He's the guy that didn't go out. He was the only guy that was sober. He didn't go out, but he was brand new. And it was his first day holding an AR-15. He's in the rear car to the left in the back seat. I think he stands up in order to, to uh, start looking around to fire back. The car lurches forward. He goes backwards, pulls the trigger, hits, hits the president in the head. The ballistics, uh, the ballistics report from that doctor say that the only place that shot could have come in the head was from the rear car. To the left hand side that was the worst workplace accident in history that's what i think happened now yeah. i'm gonna google my ass off and, and look into that yeah this this but the thing about it though is it, it that was a published find the ballistics expert that's what he said happened and the thing about it is that nobody gave a shit because it's like not that great of a thing like it's just like it's not sexy Right. You know, like it kind of came and went. Like he published this whole thing in the Baltimore Sun in the '80s about it, and wrote a book about it. But nobody really gave a shit because it, it's not as cool as the second gunman on the grassy knoll, or the well, three tramps, or the babushka lady, or anything like that. Well, I, I believe it was Woody Harrelson's father from the grassy knoll. <laughs> yeah, I believe there's, they have that that picture that's really blurry, and then somebody kind of like draws in what looks like a guy in a pump. Badman. Badman. Yeah, of course. Badge man. I that. So I went to the Elite Plaza in Texas in 2004. Yeah. And I walked around there and I went, uh, I walked all up around the grassy knoll and everything. And it was the one and only time that I ever stepped in human shit. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> because I walked, I walked up, they had that wooden fence along the top of the, the grassy knoll. And they have an X painted where there's a couple different vantage points where you can, you can shoot from. And like, you literally like, you hold up your gun as traffic goes by, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I'm literally standing there at this X. I'm like, I get it. And I'm like, what does that smell? Right. And I, I'm standing there. I'm talking to my buddy of mine. And I just look down and my, my feet are caked oh. in, in homeless shit. Just caked in a pile of homeless shit. 
that was my JFK experience. That that'll uh, when you I've I've stepped in human shit before, and it'll it'll make you start retching immediately. Like dog oh, yeah. shit is just annoying when you step in it. You're like, ah, oh, god. Yeah. But something about stepping in human shit, you just know instantly, and your body just mm -hmm. loses its fucking yeah, because it's, mind. It, it's familiar and different at the same time. Yeah, you know, exactly. everybody everybody loves their own farts, but you smell somebody else's and it's disgusting. I stepped in somebody else's like nasty shit, and it was terrible. I, I'm pretty sure I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure I threw my shoes out and just walked around barefoot yeah. the rest of the day. So, so here's my uh, here's my Dealey Plaza wrap down Ooh. there in Dallas. People don't realize there's an exact repli replica on the other side that no one visits because nothing happened over there. Right. It's two parts that are identical. Right. So that's the first thing. People don't realize that, but no right. one hangs out over there because nothing happened there. Right. And then, the, uh, and then the second thing was when I went many years ago, I'm trying to remember, I went there with my brothers. We did a, a brother's trip. Uh, oh, I, I was fired for, for the Sex for Sam, so somewhere around 2003 maybe. Right. Um, people that were... Uh, there that day back in 1963. Three, three, yeah. They hang out there every day hoping to get yeah. recognized. No, Did you see any of that? And they yeah, no, yeah. And they've made it their entire personality, and it's like, it's really kind of annoying. It's yeah. creepy. And, and <laughs> yeah, that's their job. Creepy. They go to Dealey Plaza to hang out with tourists every day, and, and yep. they set up little uh, card tables with their books or their pamphlets. Yeah. And, and you, you walk up to them like, who the fuck are you? And they'll show you a picture from that day. You see that lady with the yellow hat? Well, I'm not yeah. her. I'm the other guy right next to her. <laughs> exactly. And I wrote this book on my experience that day. And they're, they're, they're vultures. They hang out all day yeah. hoping to get recognized and hoping to make a few bucks just because they were there that day all those years ago. Listen, my wife is calling me, so I'm going to go. I love you oh. all. I, all right. No, I, I appreciate you having me on. I just wanted to dip in and out. I got to call my wife back because she's on her way home from work. All right. I appreciate you having me on, man. I'll talk to you guys later. Pat, right on, brother. Love you, man. Later. All right. There he goes. Pat Duffy. Uh, we reconnected and I couldn't be happier. There's Vincent Scaramuza. Are you drinking a White Claw, you bitch? Uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, Coronas. Coronas. Oh, the Corona Seltzers. Yeah. Not, and then every beer company had to get involved with the Seltzers, too. They couldn't. They couldn't leave it to those other companies to make a, you know, get a little taste. They had to dig right in, man. It's it's like all, it's all malt liquor. If you look at it, they're all malt liquor. So we're drinking Colt Forty Five, basically. So how are you, man? We're good. Just came back from the beach this morning for yet another birthday party. I know you you know that pain. It's a it's a first world problem, but it goes on all spring. I'm not. I can't lie because of the coronavirus. We went to no parties in the last year, and man. Love it. Man, I was a very happy boy. <laughs> Darn, we can't go. I, I was very happy because it got to a point like, wait a minute, we have three weekend birthday parties in in July. Do you understand what we got? In, we got this in July. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to have a beach house to know this problem. If you like going to a you know camping, or if you got a an RV, or maybe you just do a thing every spring that you're into. And then you get invited to this birthday and this birthday. And I right. think spring is just birthday time. And then come mid-June, I start getting, I, I start shaking. I'm like, <laughs> no, no more, no more. How close are we? Do we know them? Just send a check. We're good. My son got a little older and he's he's at the age where they just don't do the birthday parties anymore. You know, maybe some family gatherings, but 
thank God he doesn't. I mean, he had to go to every kid's birthday in his class. Well, they used to invite you the whole class. To that kid. Yeah, they used to invite the whole class not to leave anybody out. So you had to go to Chuck E. Cheese and see 25 parents that you're never going to see again and pretend you're right. you're interested. Yeah. You're out at, I saw you out at Gephardt's and then you were out at the, you know, um, I think it was Gephardt's all the time I saw you on the Instagram live. Are you guys, are you guys out? Are you eating dinner out? No masks? Are you, are you free? Um, out? Kind, yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, kind of. It's just, it's just weird. I mean, I'm fully vaccinated. I just worry about my kids. That's all. Hi. <laughs> That's Christy. You're getting uh, a sexy wife coming in from John Doe. I hope you don't mind that. Well, she's a sexy wife. Are you going to vaccinate your kids? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. How old, how old are your kids? How many kids do you have? Uh, uh, we're right behind you guys, 11 and 8. Yeah, Spencer's. 11, almost, almost 9. I got to start saying okay. almost 9. <laughs> so right. I, know, I know they're going to knock that age down right before um, school starts in September, right? Well, you heard about all that heart issues that they're having with kids that who are getting today, right? But they yeah. said they uh, they have an issue and then they get treated and uh, they're more or less fine within a day or two. But that did you hear that as a parent? It definitely scares you. And I got to quickly say because they get touchy. You know, we don't. We're no. We're not doctors. No doctors. But hearing that as a parent, it definitely scares you. I I could say that much. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, our son just turned twelve in May. So he could get vaccinated. He could. Yeah. He and some of his friends are getting vaccinated, but I'm not in a rush to get him vaccinated. Right. You know, I want to wait and see what happens. Get, get more uh, more data going. That's what yeah. we're sort of thinking. We'll be out here, not in front of a lot of people, and that's another three months that hopefully they'll have more studies and more uh, data on the whole thing. So we'll see. Oh, you just <laughs> noticed. You just noticed the sexy wife comment. She's. She's not oh, up, on the up there. Sorry. <laughs> that comment has uh, been up there the longest out of this whole thing. Yeah, John Doe might get me lucky tonight. That's good. She's liking that good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to go in the yoga swing. <laughs> oh, that's right. You guys got to swing. Woo! She's talking shit. That's never been touched. Good it's true. Lord. It's never been touched. But you showed the swing. I did. We're yeah, he was looking for material. <laughs> Why do you have that swing then if you guys aren't using it? Because you were going to do what with it? Honestly. I mean, I use it. I just don't use it with you. <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah, right. uh, that's enough live stream for you. <laughs> yeah. Next time. I can talk to her. You can by myself. Yeah. But having all those sex toys and all, all, the, uh, all the side stuff, it makes sense when you're all like worked up, but then as soon as you both are done, it just the whole. <laughs> just Wait, how long? How long have you been married? Uh, thirteen years almost. Yeah, we're we're fourteen this year, so you. Yeah. But yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, uh, I guess we just put the black fist in the dishwasher with our, with our cereal. <laughs> the black. You gotta you gotta clean up after you're done. It's like, oh my, it's just so weird. It makes, it makes sense like minutes before, and then when it's all done, you're like, oh my God, we're just animals. Oh my God, can I tell that? It's very true. The black fist, can I tell the former neighbor story? Oh, Probably. by the way, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a black fist and we don't use sex toys, but. Sure, sure, but sure. Over the, <laughs> this is my overall, no, for real, this is my overall experience. I once, I, I once had a, uh, a girlfriend where uh, she put on the edible panties. First of all, they don't look like panties. They look yeah. ridiculous. I don't like They're, animal anything. Is that like fruit roll-up? How does that yeah, work? Yeah, it's a fruit <laughs> roll-up and it's a, it's a 
It's a it's a stupid triangle that looks like nothing. You got to tie yeah. it on the side so the triangle in the back. It's supposed to look doesn't look anything like panties. Soon as she soon as she put him on, it was just melting all over everything. And I come back, <laughs> yeah. everyone had genital hair. So now it's, it's just a mess in the genital hair. And it's like the bed is now a mess. It's like oh god, this is terrible. Ugh. Some of the things you decide you want to do, and then as soon as the act is over, you, you, you're kind of embarrassed, and you're like, oh my God, what is wrong with Oh yeah, no, we've had too many drinks. You wake up in the next morning, you're, you're a little ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I am not ashamed. Although I think, I think like, like Pat Duffy's not ashamed in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> He's proud. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Absolutely. He's All proud. right. Uh, All right, brother. Vincent, and nice to meet your lovely uh, wife there. All right, brother. Good seeing you. All right. Uh, who's this guy? Brand new. Eric uh, Schmel. Uh, wow, $20. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the great content. Oh, cheers. By the way, I'm going to use that money uh, toward a new fridge because I already know, even though I fixed my own refrigerator, it's it's like putting a Band-Aid on it. This thing is so damn old. So I'll think of you when I pick out my my new refrigerator in the next week or so, sir. All right, guys, uh, thanks. Thanks for your support. We really appreciate it. Thanks for supporting the Opie Radio podcast. And, uh, man, if you like this, you know, it's a, it's a real easy, casual hang. We uh, we got a private Facebook group, and we got a whole bunch of really, really cool people in there, including Vincent Scaramuzzo and Pat Duffy and Andy Volley. I saw Chloe's in here tonight and Charlie and Jennifer Ferris. So uh, maybe you, you join us. You just click on Become a Supporter on my regular Facebook page. All right? Peace. I clicked the wrong button. That was supposed to be like, a, you know, a peace, and then it goes to black, and then, I don't know, all of a sudden it, it, it brought me to Google. I don't want the Google. I want this. That's what I want. There we go. Boo, 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 boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>